trap is only a trap if you don't know about it. If you know about it, it's a challenge. China Mieville, King Rat. When we last heard from our adventurers, they avoided becoming bitter rivals and discovered that something was calling to them from deep within the burnt wood, south of the ghost-haunted ruins of Shadokar. Learning all they could about the area from Captain Tintaris, they gathered their things and set off north to explore the forest. After some time in the woods, they came across four beasts that were guarding a hillside alcove, which proved to be more unnatural than they had expected. I would like to state some content warnings for this episode. This episode contains simulated violence against simulated dogs, and so that the dogs are both fictional and not actually dogs, so if that type of thing disturbs you, please skip to the timestamps provided in the show notes. The episode also contains body horror and unpleasant imagery. If that type of thing disturbs you, I promise there will be significantly less of it in the next episode. So, as we join our adventurers approaching abhorrent aberrations, the story continues. The face splits four ways. Its tongue, it seems more prehensile than a normal wolf's tongue, as if it's a more like a tentacle or a a whip. Uh, Trey and Creve, you recognize these types of things that protrude from Dolgaunts and other aberrations of those sorts. Fucking Delkiers. <laughs> I mean, so uh, back to the top of the round, Thero. All right, so so far they haven't really. They are now made... aware of Trey. They have not made any move. Okay. Out of out of these three. I'm trying to figure out which one is, like, the one that looks like it's about ready to lunge at him at any moment. The one closest definitely looks hungry, but they all seem to be focused on the new prey. Okay. I'm trying to figure out, like, which one should I attempt to get first? Since we don't know, like, which one, like, obviously... Uh, so, mechanically, they're all going to go on the same turn. So, okay. the one that is... The one that is due north of him is going to be the first to attack. Then I will keep my eye on him. You're going to shoot it now, or are you wait until it gets closer? I'm waiting until it gets closer. Okay, so you are preparing an action to shoot it when it gets within range to attack Trey. Reese! Yep, I'm just going to move right here. All right. Yeah, let's go north, they said. Let's go to the woods, yeah. <laughs> Did you have another action you want to take? or? I'm just going to rest here for now. All right, Creve. You can deal with the Delkir and the damn Dolganots if you are quiet. We're going to need to do some sort of support, so let me just kind of move here to move up in support. Creve, roll intelligence. Roll intelligence. Just straight okay. intelligence. New dice. Let's try this one. <laughs> one of the problems we're about to run into is the fact that y'all fought together somewhat on the ship. What'd you roll? Four. Oh. Okay. Yeah, the best thing you could do would be get to right behind those dudes over there. Oh, <laughs> I'm just going to hang out here. Are you going to take an attack this turn? I'm going to hold it. Do you want to do the same thing that Thero is doing of pop the first one that tries to bite? Yeah. Yeah, okay. that sounds like a good plan. Chris. Is, uh, is everyone around me pretty much besides the big guy? Yeah. Listen, what we're going to do is I need the casters to fan out. Set up positions and wait for those things to move in. I'm going to move in, take one shot. Uh, what were you saying about Delkir? Was one of them... Is this Delkir stuff? You haven't dealt with the Dolgaunts before in the Shadow Marches as much. 
but you've heard legends of some of the Dale Kier decided to take goblins and hobgoblins and bugbears uh, after they were vanquished and play around with their DNA a little bit and turn them into aberrations. As far as you can gather now, it looks like someone has done this to some wolves. So that's disconcerting. All right, so I'm going to move and shoot. Uh, which one are you shooting? Uh, the one on the left. Roll that beautiful bean footage. There we go. All right, it's an 18, and I scream in Dalkir. No shades, if I As I shoot an arrow at it. Hold up. Did I... <laughs> Did I miss something on your character sheet? You, you speak Delkir? Yeah. <laughs> well, but then, I mean, I... <laughs> this is going to be fun. Um, <laughs> how, did I, how did I miss that? Okay. Takes its shot to the, to the meat of its body, sort of shudders a little bit. It is very upset to know that there are more people now. Diana. Well, it doesn't look like diplomacy is going to win out here. That's what you think. <laughs> So I'm going to move up next to Tracules and throw a javelin at whichever one Chris got. So the one due north of you. Yes, and I'll say, yeah, what he said. All right, roll two attack. So that's an eight. That javelin goes wild. Not even yeah. near it. <laughs> We're going to work on a new die. Congratulations, Trey. Welcome to becoming the tank. Yeah, I said, what the hell are y'all doing? I was trying to pet that dog. <laughs> can I stop them from attacking? <laughs> I mean, you can request that they stop attacking. Fucking quit! Do you <laughs> wish to move closer to one of the dogs? Yes! <laughs> I want to go to the one that's hurt and try to help. <laughs> Alright. Touch, touch the wounded animal. Go for it. <laughs> uh, go ahead and you can move right in front of it. Oh. <sighs> Pharaoh, get your attack ready. There, here we go. There. As Trey comes up, it it widens its jaw. It gets ready, eager, like patting. It's like, oh my god, it's just coming right to me. <laughs> and then as he steps into that range, it lunges forward. And Pharaoh and Creve, roll your attacks. Pharaoh, you are rolling at advantage because you're still hidden. Right on. 15? Yes. Cool. You had the jump on it, and you had all of the preparation, and it did not see you. So, Trey, you step forward to pet that dog. <laughs> and that dog gets so happy to see you and lunges forward. But then an arrow comes into its mouth and comes out the back of its skull. <laughs> and it just lands in your chest. <laughs> oh, no. Aww. I hold it and cry. <laughs> oh, gosh. And just sit the, yeah, just, I, I can't just go to my knees and start crying. Meanwhile, uh -oh. this big boy over here decides to come over and give you some loving. Oh, can I defend it in any way? Not right now. Your, your turn's over. Creve, <laughs> go ahead and roll your prepared attack. All right. 22. Nice. <laughs> All right, that is going to hit. Go ahead and roll your, your Eldritch Blast damage. So, Trey, you now smell some burnt wolf flesh to your right as <laughs> dark energy rips apart some skin you notice that as it hits it it burns some of the fur and then some of the flesh just kind of flops off of the the wolf as though it wasn't really holding on that well Ugh. <laughs> it's got mange hey y'all get y'all quick get away from them they got mange <laughs> <laughs> that one that has the mange it attempts to clamp those four jaws down onto your arm 
That's definitely not going to hit Trey's AC. <laughs> no, he's just nibbling. He, he won't bite you. He'll lick you to death. <laughs> okay. Thero, you're up. Maybe friendly to them, but I, I, I got Sorry, man. Roll another stealth check for me before you do anything. The two wolves that aren't on Trey turn their heads down towards the tree line where you're hiding. That They have noticed where the arrow came from. But the one that is entree still seems to be very fixated on big pile of meat that's about to eat. If they are somewhat aware of it, then that's kind of a, a time for me to at least move in just a little bit closer. Attack the one that's on the, the closest to Trey. Okay. I always love it when rogues actually get to sneak. <laughs> so you can't get as clean of a shot as the other one. You're guessing that maybe these things still have somewhat uh, normal anatomy so you get a decent heart shot on the one approaching tray and coupled with the damage from the eldritch blast it slumps to the side as it makes a, a whining noise up towards tray i will deal no physical damage to tray this round i will deal emotional damage in spades <laughs> i am screaming crap <laughs> <laughs> Reese! <laughs> oh my goodness. I'm going to move here and I'm going to hold out the coin from around my neck. And as the light gleams off of that gem, I bring down a blinding white light. Uh, sacred flame on this guy right here. If you would please make a deck save. Uh, that's a no. Excellent. Well, then we will be. Oh, max damage yeah, 11. It howls in that unnatural way. Not very happy with its flesh being singed. Creve. I'm sure I'm in range. Yes. So I'm just going to hang back where I am and throw another Eldritch Blast at that one right there. Oof. Seven. The bolt of Eldritch Energy goes past the wolf that is injured and strikes the tree that is over here. It takes a large chunk out of the side. It's still standing, though. You have a move action. Let's see. As I keep tearing down everything that I come near, I'm just going to kind of move right up in here with everybody else and say I'd crush everything and I'd I'd crush I'd everything. i'll get calibrated at some point here guys i promise i'm sorry crease uh yeah all right so i've got two wolves left the one to the south you feel like even if you nick it you would uh, knock it over yeah it looks pretty scraggly also still smoking oh, there we go oh no 15 roll the damage uh, that is definitely going to be enough. Reeling its head back, not happy about its situation. You get a nice clear shot up into its skull. And it howls horribly as it tumbles over. Should probably move over here to... Uh... I'll take a moment as Chris is moving. So, something for Trey and Bingy. Combat is kind of weird. Yes, it'll take a while because of all the mechanics and such. But everything is happening within six seconds. I'm playing it, this happens, then this happens, and this happens, and this happens. But the whole round all happens within, like, a six-second period of time. Oh, so it's like a regular Dragon Ball Z episode. It's like... <laughs> kind of. Like, yeah. Uh, that's why I've been... If you're saying something, I'm usually trying to keep it. And that's six seconds. All right. Chris moved. He's in position. Diana. I'm going to throw my javelin at the only one that's left. So the javelin soars through the air embeds itself into the meat of the creature it again howls very unhappily go up to where i'm behind tracules 
Alrighty. So, Trey. <laughs> uh, yeah. I jump over my two dead dogs <laughs> and turn around to the party and uh, growl and defend uh, this wolf here. Alrighty. Roll your intimidate. Twelve. Trichelee seems very, very adamant to the rest of the party about how he wants that wolf to survive. The wolf, on the other hand, comes up from behind and take a nice big bite out of his his right leg for four points of damage. Ah! Fucking ankle biter. Uh, <laughs> Thero! I'm going to have to maneuver myself in order to be able to get a clear shot because I'm sorry, man. We got this the same go, so... Alright, so seven points of damage as the arrow barrels into the meat of that one. That is lucky number 13. So that that wolf also drops, howling and gurgling, its tongue trying to flip you off as it goes down. That will be the end of combat. I am uh, big mad at the party. Alright, Reese. Trachy seems very upset right now. I'm going to uh, move up here and... What are you thinking? <laughs> I wanted to pet that dog, and y'all didn't say no. <sighs> and now you probably just hate us all now. You probably hate me now, since I'm the one that had to shoot down your dogs. Uh, hey, how many HP do I have? Your total is 14, so you have 10. Ooh, you that's have, probably not good. You got two-thirds left. Can I borrow one of them old uh, potions from one of y'all? That would be rad. I'll hand you mine since I have healing abilities anyway. Word. So can I get my HP back? I don't think you can roll below a four with that, so yeah, you're good. Hell yeah. All right, cool. I'm good then. I'm still butthurt at all of them except... Just don't try to pet any more dogs is all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to let y'all know right now. If there's more dogs, I'm going to pet them dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure nothing in here is very friendly at all. So we shouldn't try and diplomatically work our way through this? No. Okay, okay. Man, I'm, just, I'm just letting y'all know. If there are, yeah. I'm not saying that we're going to see more dogs, but if more dogs are seen, they're getting petted. That's, that's, that's it. That's just where we're at. I don't think those are dogs. <laughs> it looks like a dog. It don't smell like a dog. But After some of them have been sitting for a while, and the ones that have been damaged to a point where some of their skin kind of came off, no, they don't look like dogs anymore. They look like people that were forced into a dog shape. Okay, that's fine. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to pet no person. <laughs> God damn it. Does this look like something did this to them and they were actually victims? Or is this a type of like monster that does this to themselves? Like, are we for a sorcerer that's been doing things to innocent people, or what are we looking for here? Well, Dolnots, I've spent enough time with them to, to know. <laughs> They're terrifying creatures that were made by an alien race uh -oh. known as the Delkir. They're horrid aberrations that used symbiotic weaponry, deformed and twisted their victims. So, oh no, Tracheles, they were not dogs. If you had let me try and explain that to you before <laughs> you were headed off to pet them, we would have realized that 
and saved you the trouble of being bitten in the leg. And now we're down a health potion. Hey, Lizard, listen here, bud. All right? I said, can I pet that dog? <laughs> and you did not say no. So should we try and heal the victims, or should we just try and kill this alien race situation? Okay, hold on. Aliens? Uh, come on. There's no such thing as aliens. Yeah, uh, agreed. Uh, there absolutely probably is a such thing as aliens. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, that there. thing over there? Go look at it. Go look at that thing. All right? Curl All it next right. to it. That's a fair point. Fair point. Not a true believer, but, you know, I... I have spent enough time working with symbionts that are connected to these things. Trust me, they're around. They exist. Venom, venom, venom. You also feel that alien in this uh, context doesn't necessarily mean from above in little spaceships. You've heard tales of the Dalkir. Sometimes some of the soldiers would mention that their dreams were haunted by them. They're from another plane. They're not used to this world, but they're not like little little green men now that they are all dead. The area they're guarding has lots of track marks and footpaths that lead back into uh, an entryway cut into the side of the hill. Oh and on either side of the entryway, it's overgrown with kudzu and different vines. But it definitely looks like two hobgoblin soldiers standing at attention, carved out of stone. Well, Ooh. I think we should go investigate that, because if there is some sort of Delkir running around here, I don't think that's safe for people, and I think we should eradicate it and keep us all, keep the village safe. I don't know if y'all are aware, but if you kill somebody's dog, they're going to try to kill you. I say we get the fuck out of here. You make a fair point. Not against that idea. That's three people who want to leave. Wasn't there something uh, about treasure? I didn't see any treasure yet. You do realize that since it is the hobgoblin soldiers carved into the stone out front, this is probably the Dakani temple that the captain was talking about. Why four aliens that look like dogs would be guarding it? Who knows? Hmm. Southern Oracle. <laughs> Is there something that I can check out the symbionts or anything from the insides of the wolves? You definitely notice that the tongues are still twitching some, as if they don't have a command to be given. Gross. <laughs> what comes all this way? I mean, may as well see what's in here. Do any of us recognize any markings or anything on the hobgoblin statues? Chris. I need to check, yeah. Uh, what he said. Markings, do I hear anything? That sounds... Everybody go ahead and roll perception then. Oh, that's an 11. Oh my gosh, 18. Holy cow. 15. 6. Also 6. 4. While some of you are still taken aback by the, the creatures that were just slain, Chris and Creve, as you're, you're checking out the hobgoblins, Diana, there's a banner carved into the archway that says, Here lies Thoreau, slayer of many demons. I turn to the guys and I'm like, I think this is the temple. It says, here lies Thoreau, slayer of demons, which sounds good, so I think we should go in. You heard the lady? Creve, your arm starts to hurt for a moment, and then at her words, it calms down. All right. Thoreau versus Thero, is he related to you? <laughs> That's pure coincidence. He is Eberron, you don't know. Oh, oh, 
My master said you always should check for traps before you go into weird places. Does anybody have a check for trap situation for this entryway before we go in? Sarah, if you will, roll perception. I got a 21. Checking out everything around the entryway, all the pieces seem to be correct. Uh, nothing seems to be set out of place. It looks clear. Hell yeah. I go in. Oh, doggone! Dare our dauntless defenders delve deep into darkness to disrupt the dastardly deeds of those devious Delkir? If you're enjoying what you hear, make sure to give us a like on Facebook, share this podcast to your friends, and follow us as we begin growing our website over at sagasandshenanigans.com. Wait, website? Is this some drow shit? No? Alright, whatever. There we will also keep you up to date with the happenings of our wonderful cast and crew as they begin new adventures in podcasting. And now we return you to your regularly scheduled programming. So upon entering the temple, you all come upon a large open room. Carvings of goblinoid figures and ornate armor surround the room. Beneath each are smaller carvings that depict great battles and events with a version of that figure prominently in those scenes. A hooded figure can be seen turning the corner down the hallway across the room and then quickly disappearing from sight. So that little pink thing up top there, as soon as you all walk in, it turns and goes poof. That's not right. Chris, you're first up. Going down there to look uh, look down the hallway, see if I see anything. All you see is where it's a uh, rough-hewn passage where they wanted to make a connection, but they were a bit sloppier with it than the rest of the rooms. I'm going to light my torch up for everyone else so they can see down that way. Diana. I'm going to move the whole 30 feet and just kick around the corner as well. So the ground up top here seems very earthy and muddy. You can actually see where the hooded figure had walked up the steps and then around that way. You can see its tracks very clearly in the mud. And it looks very similar to those tracks that Chris was showing y'all out in the woods. The bad tracks or just the sandaled tracks? The bad tracks. The bad tracks, okay. Um, I turn back to the party and I say, I don't think this is good. I think more evil things are in here. Yeah, no joke. Uh... (laughs) Reese. <laughs> well, let's see here. I will move right about here and bide my time. Trey. Where did the old boy go that was hiding up there? He turned the corner and, and walked away. I would like to chase after him and go as far as I can that way. As you come around, Chris, Diana, and Reese, you can hear Trey's big feet slosh, slosh, sloshing in this muck <laughs> as it comes around the corner. Ah, jeez. And Trey... <laughs> He's tanking. The first thing you notice as you come in here, it looks like a mausoleum. You can already see where there's what would be straight ahead for Trey. Holes cut into the walls, and there's broken caskets and wood laying on the floors beside them. Thero. Get a little behind where Trachiles would be to possibly shield him for whatever comes up. You're going to shield him? Okay. Fair enough should be able to get to the square right behind him. And you can also begin to see, said, the openings in the walls there. Thero makes much quieter squashy noises. <laughs> and Creve. I'm not going to get as eager beaver as those guys. I'm going to hang in the back with people who can actually see in the dark. I'm just going to move right up here next to these guys. And Chris. Uh, yeah, uh, actually move up behind them. Take a position at this wall here. Hang on. 
just peering down the hallway, you know. I can see from there, right? Uh, you can see some of the room, the broken boards and such. Diana. Since everything seems okay, I'm going to go into the crypt-like area, like one step beyond the entrance and kind of see if anything happens. As light sources and other things are brought into this room, clear that this is a mausoleum for uh, hobgoblins. Inside this long room, carved from the rock around it, there are many holes in the walls that contain broken coffins and empty stone slabs. It reeks of the death and decay of a mausoleum, but also a stink of fresh meat that seems to come from the ceiling. A large purple and pink fleshy tube that has rooted itself into the rock around it runs along the ceiling and into the side rooms from the mausoleum. It pulses and throbs like a throat trying to swallow, and it pushes large bulges along its path from a large passage on the right-hand side of the room. Okay, what the fuck is that? Oh, dear. Oh. Alien. Ooh. Those stranger things all of a sudden. Reese is up next. Kreev, you don't have dark vision, is that correct? I do not have dark vision. All right, well, I'm going to light a torch of my own as well. Everybody's kind of packed in this hallway here. Yeah, I guess I'll move up here. Trey. My ocarina is still lit the fuck up, right? Your ocarina is casting torchlight, yes. All right, cool. So I lift up that booger, try to light up the whole room to see what all is going on in the room. Everybody can see most of the room at this point. It only emits about 30 feet, but that handles everything to the south and most everything to the north. Okay, word. So we're looking at this whole alien-looking thing, right? Yes. Can I do a perception check to see what the hell it is? Yeah, roll perception. I rolled a 20. As you raise the your ocarina torch, you can see there are, in some of the more translucent parts of the tube, bits and pieces. You see bones and bits of meat that are floating in a viscous substance, and they are being pushed towards those side rooms. You remember seeing some stuff like this in the nest that you cleared out, but nothing this complex. Word. Does it react at all to my fire being close to it? As long as you're bringing it close to it, no. It does not seem to react. Can I see if it's slammable? <laughs> Roll to attack. Uh, so, yes. 16. You reach up there, and you jab at it, and the fire starts to burn away the fleshy parts. The one half that goes off to the right and to the north seals itself up like it cauterized itself, whereas the one to the other side, roll me a dexterity save. Ooh, d20 is a one. So, from the other side, regurgitates some of that goo and bits. It comes back on top of you. It doesn't deal any damage, but on your in your nose and on your mouth, and it's that it tastes just like bile if you had just thrown up. Uh, I got peeped on. You hear a strange sickly uh, sound coming from the room that it goes into. Oh, God. <laughs> Thero. I think right now I'm going to hang back anything. I'll move up like right around here. And uh, yeah, I'll just hang back. Creve. That was disgusting from what I heard from the back. So I'm going to move right here, grab a, some of that goo and collect another sample of, Ooh, <laughs> of everything. Can I blow my nose into this thing to get the goo that way? Sure. <laughs> yeah. Go right ahead. Beautiful. I hold it like this and just kind of stand, you know, over to the side just to make sure he gets it in there. 
So more of that sickly popping sound comes from down that corridor. Stumbling out of the entryway are some hideous looking... They look like goblins. Oh, God. Uh, Do not pet these, Draculies. Do not (laughs) pet these, sir. Two mouths, dude. Stumbles forward. Some of them look a little like this one, but a lot of them look like goblins, but with that gray skin and misshapen forms. One of them comes around the corner, and instead of another arm, it's a, a, a deer leg that's kind of up over his shoulder, and it's no. got antlers coming out of one side. No. Mm. Oh my gosh, they were the things that ate the deer earlier! Really? <gasps> oh my yes. gosh, gross. I'm not going to correct her. <laughs> <laughs> They're groggily shambling their way forward. Uh, Crease. Oh, uh, yeah, um, when I move into the room, I guess I could see those coming through where I was standing at, likely, or at least knew that there was a scuffle going on. Yeah, you can you see where they were fall into the corridor and shamble their way forward. Okay, can I get right there and uh, just knock my arrow? Be ready for the attack? All right. Diana. I want to move over here because I could slash it with my long swords, right, if I move it right there? Yes. Alrighty, that's what I'm going to do, and I'm going to try and slash it with my long swords. Roll to attack. Okay, okay. Um, twenty-three. <laughs> uh, roll for damage. Six damage. Regular twenty total uh, for my second sword. Uh, and then what was the damage on that one? Seven. Okay. As it steps out, you take off one of its heads, then the second one, lumps to the ground. Cool. So for the sake of time, there are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. So there are nine of these. Oh my gosh. Wow. But since you got the drop on them before they got the drop on you, I'm going to say it's very easy to build a kill funnel right there at the entrance. And pretty soon you have a a nice little slide of uh, creatures. Awesome. Everybody kind of moves in together. Yay, teamwork. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it as they continue to pour out very sluggishly, almost as if they were just born. Oh, gross. After nine bodies slumped to the ground, uh, you do not hear any more noises coming from that back chamber. Hmm, wonder what's back there. Yeah. Hmm. Who wants to take a look? Me. <laughs> I'm following her immediately. <laughs> The fleshy tube along the ceiling branches into the multiple paths and connects to these large egg-like sacs that have rooted themselves in the wall with viscous goo. The egg sacs are ripped open as if something burst from inside of them. Humanoid and animal tracks are made on the ground below as the viscous goo makes the earth soft and muddy. Uh, investigation, maybe? Or just leave? What's the I mean, plan? pretty much matches everything that you've been told about these things so far that okay. whatever is churning them into new alien hybrids this is where the end point was okay we, we gotta shut this down this is just not right this is the <laughs> thing that should not be we need to carterize these wounds and just steal them up i don't have any spells to do that well you do have a, a giant torch the fire <laughs> with an ocarina torch Oh, yeah. And yeah, yeah, yeah. you do notice that there are two more paths off to the side that have fleshy tubes similar to this one, as well as main branch seems to be going up there and to the right. 
We're going to have some other rooms to clean out. I have a feeling about this, gentlemen and ladies. Why don't we carterize this one, and then looks like we're probably going to have to move on to the next one. Well, we do know that fire works on it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Tracules, would you mind putting your ocarina and carterize it, please? Yeah, i do that. You want to start with the main branch, or do you want to start with the two small ones? Let's do uh, the main branch. Okay. Right. So, <laughs> Trey moves up to where the main branch is. And as you reach up to cauterize that main branch, you can see there's some faint lights coming from the room to the east there. You can see that hooded figure standing down the hallway, just staring in your direction. What is it that's standing in my direction? That hooded figure that you saw when everyone entered the temple. It is standing 40 feet in a hallway on the other side of that chamber in there. Okay. But you reach up, it seals off. You start hearing the pops again from the other two rooms. But once again, you all have quite a bit of advantage and knowledge in this situation now and take care of it post-haste. Well, okay. This is more of a tedious grind of like, fuck. Next one, fuck. Next one, fuck. How a zombie movie would naturally go at some point. <laughs> you make the cauterization. You stand there and keep an eye on him, making sure that everything is uh, sealed off. He just stands there at the other side of that room. I want to go over there and see what the hell his problem is. But if we're not splitting the party yet, then I'll just kind of chill and keep an eye on him. Once everything is nice and dead and there doesn't seem to be any treasure in either of the rooms, once again is that viscous, horrible sight of popped eggs. Um, once that is done, let's go back to top of initiative for this. Chris, you notice that Trey has been keeping an eye on a hooded figure. That is on the other end of that hallway. Right, yeah. Um, so I'm going to move in behind and just, you know, defend him. Uh, back him up, not defend him. He's doing all the defending he's got to do. He's pretty good defense. Diana. Can I push my way through the guys and call out to the hooded figure and say something like, Sir, are you the priest of the shrine? Do you need help? Okay, go ahead and move in front of Trey. Roll persuasion. Oh my goodness. Wait, hold on. Let me count one more time just to make sure I'm not a nut. 24. I, I took a lot of lessons as a child. Was that natural or was that uh, just... No, 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 24. So it was 19. 19, plus... okay. Yeah, it was 19 plus my uh, persuasion, which I'm really good at. It mutters back in a very dark language that, Chris, you speak Delkir. Roughly. Yeah. Well, that one out of a hat, to be honest. It speaks in a very guttural... Chris, you hear the servants of Belashira approach. We must prepare. Well, that's not good. They're ready for us. Oh, bad things? <laughs> really bad things. Reese. Well, we'll just join them up here. Creve. Yep, I'm just going to join everybody up here. Just Why not? We're this lining is... up to become servants of whatever this is, so let's go for it. It looks uh, like the deck stacked against us. Trey. I go down the hallway trying to follow the guy. As uh, Chris already told us what he said, like we were all on the same page. I don't think he said the exact words out. He definitely was like, yeah, this is not good. Yeah, so we got to go down here. We have to follow this guy. Uh, so let's just fucking do it. Quit bitching in my kitchen. Let's go. <laughs> do you follow Diana or you want to move up to him? 
Uh, I want to go as far as I can towards that guy. You get to right there. He takes a step back, touches the panel on the wall, and a stone slab slides down right in front of him. Damn it. Bastard. Uh, I test it to see how strong it is to see if I can break it. Roll strength check. 19 plus 3. Nice. You start to pick it up. You should be able to lift this, but it seems like there's something that's pushing down on top of it, making it harder to lift. All right, so I'm not getting this damn thing open. Pharaoh. Thinking to myself, at this point, I'll stay behind him and not get too close. Think about right over here. If there's no threats close to us, I would just keep an eye out for anything. Chris? I'm going to move into the room. And uh, what do I see? Checking all the exits and all that, trying to figure out if there's a way past this. As you're approaching, one of the things you notice is that the fleshy tube diverts from the main passage. looks like there's a hole that's been dug for it into the side of the wall, as if to allow it to bypass this room. But as you look around, this room has seven large, ornate hobgoblin faces carved into the walls. Mm. One on the northern wall three on the western wall, and three on the eastern wall. On the southern wall next to the exit is a device that has three large dials on it, set in it like a slot machine. There's also a large drainage ditch that runs through the center of the room. Guys, I'm not trying to break the fourth wall or anything, but I'm pretty sure this is a puzzle. <laughs> Diana. So you said one of the things has a slot machine kind of thing? Looks like one of those, I can never remember what the name of them are, but a tubular lock, the ones you have on a suitcase. It's Cylinder. got numbers. Yes, a cylindrical lock where it has three numbers. Okay, since I can read and talk goblin, I start looking at the walls and see if I maybe see uh, a clue that maybe would tell us what the numbers are. All right, roll perception. Uh, and while you're doing that, Reese? Well, well, well. I will join the group up here. And Creve. Part of me just always seems to worry that once we all get in here, that the door is just going to shut Smart. behind all of us. So I'm just going to hang out right here, <laughs> standing at the uh, precipice is the wrong word, but the uh, doorway. Yeah, in the doorway. Is it eight, 18? Yes. Okay. So as you look at the cylindrical lock you notice that the runes that are on it are definitely in goblin script for numbers you notice that some of the the words that are scrawled on there don't really make much sense as far as you can gather the translation is a little weird because goblins have some very odd idioms you're pretty sure it says don't trust this machine and about that time creve make me a dexterity save because so. you were correct. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, shit. Three. Oh, oh, man. You had the right thought. You're just sitting there like, you know, I feel like as soon as I step into that room, that door is going to, as you finish the thought, the door slides shut right in front of you. Oh, gosh. As well as the door in the southern wall as well. And the mouths on the hobgoblins open. And water begins pouring in from an exterior source and begins to flood the room at the rate of about... One foot every six seconds.
We hope you enjoyed this week's episode of Sagas and Shenanigans as much as we enjoyed making it for you in these dark times. You can find us at sagasandshenanigans.com, facebook.com slash sagasandshenanigans, as well as other social media sites to be determined. The adventurers are Angela Shibley as the paladin Lady Diana de Lirandar, Michael Shibley as the warlock Algernop Creve. Cody C.K. Kitts as the Ranger, Chris Ashtar. Anthony Bingy Bingaman as the Rogue, Thero de Fairlon. Michael Doherty as the Cleric, Reese Royce. And Trey Pack as the Barbarian, Trachiles. Edited and mixed by Boston McCown, recorded and published through Corporation Zero Studios. Theme song is The Gunfight by Everett Almond, used under a Creative Commons Attribution 4.0 international license. You can learn more about that song and Everett Almond in the links in the show notes. Also, more about Creative Commons licenses at creativecommons.org. I am your host and Dungeon Master, Boston McCown, reminding you, the story stops, but never ends. And I scream in Dalkir, piss off, dog, as I shoot an arrow at it. As the creature slumps forward into Trey's arms. <laughs> oh, no. Creve, we're going to go ahead and hold your action for the next one. Technically, it doesn't work that way, but... Do I save the roll I have for it? Because it's really uh, good. What, what is your roll? 22. Okay, we're going to hold... Yeah, we'll hold on to that. Nice. Because... Uh, <laughs> We can edit it in post. <laughs> it's awesome. It's the best roll he's done so far today. So you hit. What is the damage on Longbow? 1d8. Thank you. Go ahead and roll 1d8. Okay, a 2 on a d8. Okay, plus 2, that's 4. Now roll a d6. An 8. On a d6? Well done, sir. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>